Welcome to the Robert J. Morgan Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you believe and cherish the Bible and to learn and love Christian history and hymnody. I'm Jared Brummett, audio engineer and editor, introducing your host, Robert J. Morgan. In this episode, Rob delivered a message at Shadow Mountain Community Church in El Cajon, California. As always, we would like to invite you to visit robertjmorgan.com, where you'll find Rob's blog post, podcast feed, bookstore, free resources, and more. If you've not already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, here's your host, Robert J. Morgan. I decided about a year ago that I'd try some houseplants. Uh, you know, everybody needs a hobby, and I have a little ornamental garden outside that I have some flowers in. But of course, in Tennessee, that's not very helpful during the winter. So I thought, I'll get some houseplants. And I bought five of them, and the most expensive one, it was a big, beautiful tree, and I brought it in, and the moment I set it down, it just wilted and died. (laughs) I had to throw it out. But the (laughs) the others have done pretty well. But the one in my bedroom, I don't know what it is, but it's full of green leaves. If I don't water it, just when it wants to be watered, it just absolutely withers away. The first time I saw it, it just drooped, and I thought, I have killed this plant too. (laughs) But I ran and got some water, and the next time I came into the room, why, it was flourishing again. I've never seen anything like it. Now, I never see it droop. I never see it come back, but it happens. It's like by magic, and it just takes that water. And we are like that. We've got to be like trees planted by the rivers of water so that we will draw up the hydration of the Holy Spirit and we trust in the Lord. And as a result of that, we are flourishing. You know, there's a lot of people today who are drooping. I was in the Detroit airport, Detroit airport last week, and I had more time than I wanted. And so I just got a cup of coffee and sat there and watched people, and everybody in that airport who came by was drooping. Now, just notice it. What is it about airports? They're just people are drooping, but even the workers there. And I thought, oh, Lord, I don't want to be drooping. I want to have this fresh verdance, the fruitfulness and the hope and the joy that comes from the Holy Spirit circulating within me. So, Jeremiah is saying here, even when there is no rain, during times of drought, when it's very difficult, when it's hard and you have anxieties, if you are rooted and grounded, he would say, or we would say, in Christ, and our roots are drawing in from the river of the Holy Spirit, then we will bear fruit, our leaf will be green, and we will not be anxious in time of drought. Now, this verse will work for you very, very well all day on Wednesday. So you remember that, and let's go to Thursday. And that will be Luke chapter 12 and verse 29. Luke 12, 29. And this is Jesus repeating some of the things that he had said in his Sermon on the Mount. Our Lord was a master teacher, and he knew the power of repetition. And so, Here we have verse 29 of Luke chapter 12. Jesus said, And do not seek what you should eat 
or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. How many of you, well, you don't have to raise your hand, but do you have an anxious mind? Well, Jesus said, don't do it. Do not seek what you should eat or drink, nor have an anxious mind. Now, let me give you the context here. In verse 22, he said to the disciples, and again, he is repeating what he had said earlier in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. He said, therefore, I say to you, do not worry. That's pretty emphatic. I mean, every time I see this, it sort of takes my breath away. The Lord Jesus Christ looked at the disciples, and he knew what they were going to be going through in a short time, and he said to them, whatever you do, do not worry. Do not worry, he goes on to say, about your life. I mean, that's pretty all-inclusive. What you will eat or about your body, what you will put on, life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap which have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you to God than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, could add a single cubit to its stature? And if you are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Why are you anxious? Sometimes I think if the Lord would beam down the presence of Jesus Christ here, he would look at me and say, why are you anxious? Don't have an anxious mind. Do you know how many birds there are in this world? Nobody can count them. Nobody even knows how many birds there are in Southern California. Nobody knows how many birds there are anywhere. There are so many, but not one of them is unknown to our Lord. He has a personal relationship and knowledge of every single bird. And if the Lord knows so much about so many birds, and you're on a higher creation level than the birds, don't you think He can also take care of you? And He goes on to say, don't worry about anything because you consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. How many flowers are there here in this beautiful area of Southern California and all around the world? You can go hiking anywhere, and somewhere in a little crevice there'll be a small flower the Lord knows and planted and tends to and created every single one of them. So if God then clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven... How much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink. Don't worry about all of the affairs of life, nor have an anxious mind. For all of these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added to you. Or as it says in Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God, put him first, put Jesus first in your life. He'll take care of everything concerning you, and you'll not need to have an anxious mind. This is one of the great, this is our Lord's um, definitive passage about worry. 
And this is one of those passages, really, any of these verses would be good for you to memorize. I'm working on memorizing. Well, I just finished memorizing a portion of Psalm 145. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. One generation, and I'll not give you the whole thing, but it took me longer than it should have to memorize it. But then I'm old, but I keep working on it. But, you know, um, I read the other day about how you can memorize very easily. This man said, if you want to memorize a verse or a passage, then you pick it out and you just begin reading it out loud with expression. So, for example, and do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink nor have an anxious mind, you said, like Billy Graham would or like Dr. Jeremiah would. Uh, And you just say it with expression over and over and over again, maybe 10 or 12 or 13 or 14 times. And then you do the same thing the next day, just walk back and forth and read that over and over and over again. And the next day, and within a week or two, you'll, you'll know it, you'll have memorized it without even realizing you were memorizing it just by the sheer repetition of saying it with expression. And we can all do that. So, here is a good one to to memorize. The Lord says, why are you anxious? Don't have an anxious mind. And that's your verse for Thursday. Now, on Friday, I want to recommend to you Philippians chapter 4. This is the Apostle Paul's definitive passage about anxiety. And he says, beginning with verse 6 or in verse 6, be anxious. He doesn't stop there for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Now, if, if that weren't here in the Bible, I don't think I would ever say that because it is not humanly possible. But it is divinely possible. This is something God wants to work in our lives. Don't be worried about anything. What should you be worried about today? Nothing. But in every situation, By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, leave your request before God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, a couple of things really strike me about this. One is the universality of it. It covers everything. I mean, there is no doubt here because it says it twice using the words nothing and everything. What is there but everything? And what isn't there but nothing. Those are absolutely superlative, infinite words. And he says, do not be worried about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, pray. And the other thing that strikes me is the entire context of it. Because this extended paragraph about anxiety begins with verse 4. And the Apostle Paul says there, quoting from the Old Testament, rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Therefore, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to the Lord. So, it really is based upon the fact that when you know the Lord Jesus Christ, He is near you by the Holy Spirit It's not just that the Lord inhabits the highest heaven. He is here beside you, within you, near you, around you, beneath you, above you, behind you, in front of you, all the time, every day.
So you wake up in the morning, and there he is, waiting for you to wake up. What took you so long? <laughs> and then you have breakfast. You say, thank you, Lord, for this food. You go through the day. You go to the golf course or the office or wherever it is, and, and you keep the children, or you clean the house, or you do your gardening. Or, and he's right there beside you. You can talk to him at any moment. Turn and talk to him just as naturally as you'd talk to a friend. When you go to bed at night, you say, well, Lord, thank you. Good night. I'm going to go to bed. I know you're going to stay up all night. I'll see you in the morning. And he is always with you. So if he's always with you, why are you so worried about everything else? Because he can take care of it. And so we come to him and pray, but we also do it with thanksgiving. I mean, that's included in the passage. The Lord is near, therefore do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to the Lord. So when you pray about your problems, include some time in your prayer to thank the Lord for all of the things that may be going right for you in the middle of your problems. So, Lord, I'm facing this. It's overwhelming me. I'm I'm in a crisis, I, but even now, Lord, I can thank you for this. I want to thank you for this. And you look around and find the things you can thank the Lord for. This is so psychologically sound that it could only have come from the God who invented the soul. And so he says here, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to the Lord. And that verse is operative all day long this coming Saturday. Now, on Sunday, or was that Friday? On Saturday, it works on both days, by the way. <laughs> but on Saturday, let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, and I'm going to switch translations with you because here in the New King James Version, it says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. But the New International Version says, and they have a little bit better understanding of the Greek term here that is translated, cast all your anxieties on him. And cast is like an athletic word. You know, if you're in the gym and you've got a heavy ball, you throw it to somebody else, or if you're playing basketball, you, you cast that ball, you throw that ball, and somebody else hopefully catches it. So, cast all. And notice that word all. Some years ago when I was very, well, I was overwhelmed with something, I got up in the middle of the night and I read through First Peter, and this word all struck me like a bolt of lightning. He could have just said, cast your anxieties on him, but he says, cast all your anxieties, and all means all, and that's all all means, is all. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And in the context here, we have the indication that this is a function of humility. When we are worried and anxious, that is coming from our pride. We think, I've got a problem here that I've got to solve when only the Lord can solve some problems. Only He can untangle some knots. And so the context says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you in due time, casting 
all your care on him, all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be humble enough to admit that God can do more about your situations than you can and cast your care on him. He wants you to do what he wants you to do. He wants you to do and he will show you to do what you can, but he'll do what only he can do. And he has promised that he will work all things out for good to those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So there you have a whole week's worth of verses. It'll get you through every day this coming week. Now, after that, I'm going to let you find the other verses on your own for the remaining days of your life. But I've given you one week's worth of verses there. But of course, there are so many others. The whole Bible is full. I was thinking last week, it encouraged me so much of what Jesus said in John 14. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And he goes on down in verse 27 and says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. The Lord has Bible verses for every single day of your week, of your month, of your year, of your life. And for all of eternity, you will never run out of his promises. And in that same passage in John 14, it's when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And all that God wants to do for you is bound up in the Lord Jesus Christ. And there comes a time when you've got to make your decision to follow him and say, Lord, I no longer want to be in charge of my own life. I believe that you've got a plan for me. I'm sorry for my sins. I believe that you died and rose again for me. And I'm coming to you. No turning back. And if you'd like to do that this morning, or you've got some burden on your soul and you want somebody to pray with you about that particular thing, there'll be people up here at the front who'll pray with you. If you're watching online, this can be the day wherever you are, in your home or in a hotel room or wherever, when you can just kneel down and give your life to Jesus Christ. And then start reading your Bible and find a church like this one to be a part of and pray and start growing in Christ. And you will find that His mercies are new every morning. His promises work every single day. You never exhaust them. You never wear them out. And moment by moment, we're kept in His love. Moment by moment, with life from above, living for Jesus till glory doth shine, moment by moment, O Lord, I am thine. Will you bow your heads with me, please, for prayer? Dear Lord, if there is someone watching or in this room, a young person, a child, an adult, a grandparent who needs the Lord Jesus, or someone who is watching this service live or later, Bring them to Jesus. Draw them by the Holy Spirit. And may they even now pray and trust you for everlasting life and for the forgiveness that you offer. And Father, we pray now for all of these concerns. If we could take every worry and burden there is in this room right now, it would be such a heavy weight. And yet you can bear it all and you hold us up by your mercy 
and your grace never ceases. So may we leave here knowing that you can help us live lives that break free from the cycles of anxiety and rest ourselves in the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And that's our prayer today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for digging into the riches of the Bible with me. This episode was produced by Joshua Rowe and the marketing company, Clearly Media. Audio editing and engineering is done by Jared Brummett. Editorial supervision is by Sherry Anderson. And Luke Tyler takes each of these episodes, condenses them, adds an opening outline, and posts them as blogs on my website at robertjmorgan.com, where you can find many other resources. Music is by Jordan Davis. Thank you for tuning in, and may God be with you until we meet again.